I'd like to begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land in, in which we meet today for the podcast and pay our respects to the uh, elders, both past and present. I'd also like to extend that respect to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islanders who might be listening to the podcast today. Thank you. Lights, camera. <laughs> Well, welcome back to the No Sleep Club, episode four. It is. Episode oh, four. I almost said three there. Uh, but <laughs> episode four, as always, I'm Hamish. And I am Blake. And we've got Tommy and Matt uh, behind the cameras. Um, I've got, I got to give them credit. Look at, yeah, look at the new look setup. At this beautiful new setup we've got. And I was just saying before, I feel like Maddie and Tom do more interior decorating here than they do videography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dead set, media dead set. Production. But look, it looks beautiful. I think you guys should consider a career change. Absolutely loving it. Love the boombox. Love yeah. the boombox. Um, before we go any further, Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, very important business very, to attend Very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. This is our second call out to Hamish Blake. Yes. Um, obviously, Hamish and Blake yep. want to interview Hamish Blake. So uh, we're going to keep doing this, mate, until you decide to pull your finger out <laughs> <laughs> and get on this podcast with us. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So, Blake. Yeah. It's been a little while know, since we were here. I know, I know. How I've are your holes? I missed you a little bit. Oh, it was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty yeah? good. What'd you get um, up to? Not a lot. It was raining the whole time. So, mm. um, you know, I didn't feel like I wasted my holidays by sitting on the couch the whole time. Yeah. Um, obviously, COVID hit, yes. which sucked. That was um, not so good. Obviously, this holidays. anyone who's listening, we are from Sydney. So, yeah, uh, it wasn't too pretty there at the, at the end of last year. I was very lucky, though, that my girlfriend managed to sneak out of Bayview. Um, nice. Before <laughs> lockdown hit? Yeah, before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> before. We've got some air bunnies here yeah, for yeah. before. <laughs> before, but she was able to she'd be able to spend the, the holidays with us, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I've got nice. a younger sister. They're very similar in age group. Mm. Not by much. It makes me sound like I'm dating one of my sister's friends. <laughs> um, but it was pretty good because uh, there were days where I'd stay up late and game. I had a big As career. Big career in NBA 2K. Um, that's a soft plug. Um, <laughs> yeah, had a you know big career there, uh, and you know B and Molly were able to go out and get their nails done, and I didn't didn't have to babysit. To Not that I ever have to babysit, but <laughs> you know it is. You know it is. How was how were your holidays? Yeah. Um, well, COVID was a big thing for my holes. I was supposed to be going up to Coffs Harbour to see my extended family. Um, that didn't end up happening because I was on the northern beaches. I think at the end <laughs> of last episode, I was talking about how I was going to go to the northern beaches, um, and then that night. Um, that was when it like the 17 cases like because we were meant to be doing the Christmas party yeah like, oh, we li- remember we were meant to do the Christmas we party were. and then that the night before at like 11 o'clock we yeah, got a message from uh, from Saxon Wilby and like uh, yeah that was a real shame we love our Christmas party here at year 13 we were, this first year it hasn't gone ahead and yeah. we're all very devastated I, know, I, I know. that was actually one of the saddest work days I've had in a while yeah I was I was um I was pretty cut by it. I was yeah. I was getting ready. You know, I had my dancing shoes on. I was, I was ready to go. Um, but no, you know. Yeah, no, not to be. So, it, yeah, I was stuck on the northern beaches over the holidays, which is there's certainly worse places to be stuck. It was just oh, a lot what, of, you, what do you mean? You got food, your belly full? Yep, yep. My pa- I was staying with my parents. Oh, so. Okay. So, well, my, so tough. So tough staying with your parents, oh, isn't it's it? it's so hard. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> no, it was a lot of beach and board games and drinking and, yeah. Anything, anything new, anything new in your life? I have a little bit of an announcement. Yes. Um, I was speaking at the end of last year about moving out by myself and it happened. Woohoo! Yeah, come did on, it. Matt, Tom, give her, come on. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> so I'm now living in a one bedroom apartment, which is so weird. And is that new. Redfern? 
Uh, it's in Chippendale, so in Chippendale, Sydney. Chippendale, yeah. Uh, pretty inner city. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome so far. I've enjoyed spending a little bit of time by myself. How good. Yeah, it's just, it's taking ages to sort of deck it all out, but... Once I get there, it'll be good, I yeah, think. Yeah. How about you? Any updates? Um, well, I mean, I mean, the first thing is, so everyone who's listening is aware, mm. we're growing. So we've had our office yes. fit out. Yes, um, that, we did. So we've had, well, how many, 18 new desks or something we had downstairs. And then we've just got upstairs as well. Yeah, we just had to overtake upstairs. And we got a... You know, fancy new water machine. Oh, yes. it's, it's I love the water spits machine. Spits out uh, hot water. Yep. Boiling hot water. Oh. Ambient water. Ambient water is <laughs> my favorite. It's like lo-fi water <laughs> or something. And then we got cold water and, and, and sparkling. sparkling and I actually checked it before. We've already saved 453 bottles. Wow. So Look at us go, guys. I know, very environmentally friendly. Environmentally. <laughs> it's great. It's and great. getting a lot of good water. I'm, I'm – all about the new water machine. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, the cold water is a little bit slow, but beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> we beggars beggars can't be choosers. Um, maybe can you boys note this down? We need a, we need a faster, faster cold water machine. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Um, what else is new for me? Uh, oh, my teeth, my Invisalign. Oh yeah, yeah. you got Invisalign. Yes. See, Hamish so, is joining the club because I've already had Invisalign. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I saw Blake's teeth when she first started, and <laughs> compared to what they were after Invisalign, my God, did break Blake sprout. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was definitely something um, I've always kind of thought about. Mm. Um, so, firstly, anyone, if I end up having a lisp, it's because of my Invisalign. <laughs> if I end up having a lisp, if I have a lisp, if I have it's a little because lisp, of my Invisalign. But, oh, I actually tell you what's funny about it. The other day I was in the car and I was singing with my sister. Yeah. And you know when you get like a piece of paper and you like on it, yeah, yeah, it tickles yeah. your lips? Yeah. That is exactly what happens on the inside of oh. my lips. So I can't sing. Don't, <laughs> oh, don't you dare put that watermelon sugar at the start of this episode, please. <laughs> yeah, because that was tingling. That hurt. I didn't like that. <laughs> um, oh, what a shame. We can't hear your beautiful voice echoing through the offices anymore. Watermelon sugar. Oh, devastating um but no look something that um that i'd always yeah as i said always want to get done mm. um uh, braces uh no nah, like I'm a, I'm a i'm a reckless man and i tend to get into little wrestling matches with my mates i'd split my lip open playing uh, footy i'd split my lip did open did you really think about that before i actually did <laughs> i actually did and um and but i mean it was something that when I was a kid, um, mm. as I've probably said in a couple episodes now, um, one of five kids, mm. braces aren't cheap. No, so certainly not. yeah, we've all got pretty busted teeth. Um, Molly's, I think Molly's got the best teeth out of all of us, <laughs> um, which is very lucky. But yeah, look, something I've always done. Um, and it's quite funny because, you know, everyone that I've told, oh, I'm getting Invisalign, getting Invisalign. Mm. You know, they're like, why? why? Like, yeah. and, and for the people who aren't watching the video, I've got a bit of a fang tooth that sticks out and another tooth that kind of tucks behind it. Um, and in photos, you can't really see it. Some yeah. photos you can. It depends on the angle. It's why if you look at any photo, I'm always on my left and I'm tilting <laughs> oh, my so head. Have a good yeah, side. don't you worry. Um, <laughs> I don't know what my good side is, guys. I actually think the podcast is probably on back. my wrong side. So <laughs> can we maybe just switch up the cams or something? <laughs> um, yeah, you don't have but a good yeah, that's side. so funny that like you always. Like people don't see it quite as bad as you do. And I think that's always something. That's yeah. Like yeah. I and mean, that was exactly what the dentist said to me when I went in there for the initial consultation. He was like, look, mate, at the end of the day, you're not doing this for, cause your mom told you, you're not doing this cause your girlfriend yeah. told you, you're not doing this cause your friends told you. There's obviously something that 
you notice and you want to fix. Mm. He probably said that because he makes a lot of coin out of it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Um, but look, it is something that I have definitely been insecure about since I was a, I was a young kid. And, and actually when I was like a real young pup, uh, must have been six or seven, I actually had eight teeth removed from oh my, my mouth. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what it was like, it was like baby so, teeth, baby or, teeth, baby okay. teeth, baby teeth. And so I don't know how or why, but like my teeth used to, like you could like scrape oh. my tooth. It would almost like peel like a banana. Oh. Yeah, it was really, really weird condition. I don't actually know what it was or so why bizarre. it happened, but I had eight teeth removed um, and I had those cool like sewer ones at the back. Mm, um, nice. People thought I was a freak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when I got those removed, you know, they didn't necessarily leave enough spacing and all that sort of jazz. So then my teeth just... Just yeah. grew crooked, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely something that I've been insecure about, which is which is mm. you know what's going to lead us to today's ep- topic. Yeah, we were having a chat about what we could talk about today, and we sort of got to talking about our teeth. Um, I went through the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we we're talking about our teeth, guys. A real hot topic yeah, combo. Yeah, very, very. Um, hot. No, because I went through the exact same thing. Like I was really insecure about my teeth when I was younger. Um, my front two teeth used to cross over. Um, And it got to a point where when I would meet people, I would like put my hand in front of my face when I was talking to them or I would find an excuse to maybe like hold a drink in front of my face. Or Um, or like you also say a lot of people when they laugh, they tend to like cover their mouth. Yeah, cover their mouth. when they smile, they don't actually use any teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's obviously, no, yeah, exactly like that, Tom. You guys can't (laughs) say it. You guys can't do it, say it. But he went, (laughs) which is exactly... Exactly the case. Tom, yeah. I didn't just. Re- I just realized you got braces, and here yeah, I was Tommy, talking yeah. shit. Braces. <laughs> Tommy's talking. Got braces. Yeah. What are you on about? You <laughs> shut up. Uh, um, yeah. So we we were sort of talking about that and how like nobody really sees it as badly as you see it, but it's something that you find um, really sort of hard to deal with and something you feel really insecure about. So we thought we'd flesh that out a bit, a little bit yeah. more today, and talk about insecurity. Yeah, it might get a little deep for some people. Yeah, it might um, go a little bit deep, but I don't know, maybe we'll we see. First step of the first step of the year. Why not dive? Why not head first into right it. In. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And look, um, I guess everyone everyone mm. has insecurities. Yeah, um, you sure. look at you look at you even think about all the celebrities. Mm. You know. And how Absolutely. they want to look perfect all the time. I'm like that's an insecurity. That's mm-hmm. why so many people get work done. Like people yeah. get their lips filled or their mm-hmm. cheeks done. Um, that's mainly all girls. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just realized I'm just picking on girls here. Go to the gym um, all the guys, time. Guys, go to the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also blokes who like have their haircuts mm. like every two weeks because, you know, that's something that they're insecure about if they're not looking good. And I guess it is a bit of a um, – yeah, it's, it's your identity, it's your mm. image and, and, and you always want people to see, I guess, the best version of yourself. So mm. when there's things that you can't necessarily change at the, you know, flick of a switch, yeah. um, that, you know, it, it can get hard for people. Mm. Definitely. And it, yeah, and extends beyond that as well. It's um, You can be more than just insecure about your body. Like I know a lot of people, myself included, have a lot of social insecurity. Um, meeting a lot of new people, hanging out with a big group can be pretty hard. But... To to your uh, to that point, what did you tell us? Ye- was it yesterday when you were telling us uh, when you were when that guy came up to you guys and he said you're not you never you're not losing any friends. You're oh only yeah, making <laughs> on New Year's. Thanks, Blake. Bloody hell! Now Sorry. you've made me give the punchline to <laughs> took it. Took me a while. Um, on New Year's um, Eve, somebody came up to us. We we were actually supposed to be in our little groups of five for COVID, but he came right up to us and started chatting to us, and he was to- talking to us about. Um, why he feels confident going up to groups and sort of just 
starting up a conversation. Why he not? was like, my dad gave me a really good piece of advice, which was that if you're ever going up to talk to someone new, you can only make friends, not lose them. Because you obviously don't know these yeah, people. Yeah, you're not so friends with them. So they might tell you yeah. to get nicked, but uh, <laughs> yeah. onto what the are you next group. Like, <laughs> you're literally not losing anything. So you can only make friends, not lose them if you go up to strangers. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> beware of going up to strangers yeah, I might, suppose, not, might not look good <laughs> um but yeah it's, yeah, it's a good d- little definitely. piece of advice and, and, I, and i guess to your point um you know i've never necessarily been uh the most academic when mm. it came to to school mm. um and i guess that's definitely now that you, you said it like just then when you were like oh you know it's just not necessarily about your body image i was mm. like um you know like there's i guess a lot of people have doubt you know and they're like oh like they're insecure that they're going to say the wrong thing sound like an idiot yeah or for whatever reason i think performance um anxiety and performance insecurity is like a really big one particularly in school or at work or you know in university it's something that you're if you're sort of constantly worried about how you're going to perform or if you're going to fail or be rejected like that's often something that people and, are concerned about too. And exactly right. Like I remember B when she, B was my girlfriend, by the way, um, when, <laughs> when we were at, uh, sorry, when she was at uni yeah. and she'd be sitting there like constantly stressing, being like, oh my God, I'm stressing. And then our results come back. You know, I'm there being a supportive boyfriend. Like, it's all good. You're going to kill it, Bob. It's all good. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And then she gets her results back. She's getting like high <laughs> distinctions. And I'm like, what are you stressing about? Like, come That's on. That's just the thing as well. Like insecurities aren't something that are necessarily founded in any reality. Like we're often it's, insecure about the things that most people find to be our best qualities or, you know, like people or, are jealous or, or, of. Or they make it, that's what makes you, you, you know, yeah. like and that's what a lot of people said like about my teeth. They're like, oh, why? Like, that's you. Like, that's mm. like, that's part of, like, that, yeah, that's, that's your part of your identity. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, I still don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll spend the money. Thank you. Yeah, um, exactly. Even though my wallet now is very slim. Yes, a little expensive, but that's, that's just it. It was important to you. So you went out and, and changed that thing. And, and I guess there's no other, like, part of time in my life, I guess, where I'll be able to just drop you know, six grand on getting my teeth fixed just oh. like that. Um, yeah. But I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it'll be worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. My teeth have been hurting. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's, it's, I remember being at school and, you know, I, I think I touched on this in our, one of our first steps um, and being like, oh, you know, I was, I was a bit, in, I don't know if I said insecure, but, you know, being at a private school where everyone's, very well off mm. um money is not an issue and then there i was um coming from a family of five uh with all of us going to private education um and you know like having the school uniforms that were a little bit big or the bag that looked like it had been in my family since world war Two, <laughs> um it was seriously old um <laughs> But, you know, like those those sort of insecurities, I remember like I'd never have people over at my house because I was like, oh, like you guys have a double-story house and it is a pristine, whereas yeah. mine's a little torn apart <laughs> slightly. Um, and, you know, I was always super insecure about that. Mm. And something that I think helped me start to cope with not only my teeth or, you know, when I say words wrong or, you know, even things that like were getting me down and mm. and – it's funny. I was actually driving in today thinking about what we could talk about and, and obviously like anxiety and, and, um, insecurities, you know, often lead to other things such as like mental health issues or, or depression. And I, and I was sitting there and I was like, it's weird, you know, like I've not that I never believed in depression, <laughs> like, but it was more like I'd never experienced it. Yeah. And I think like last year it, it was a real, um, testing year for myself and like not that i ever fell into that category i guess but i was like holy shit, like 
it is so easy. Like yeah. once you're in that mind frame, especially yeah, if you are getting going. caught up, it's such a such a dangerous mm. spiral. And something that I, I actually kind of found helped a lot. And I know it's so cliche, but it's actually being so transparent and like mm. talking, talking about it, people. like talking about it, like yeah. just just not hiding it. Like mm. you got a, you got bad teeth. Who cares? Smile because like. You're happy, like yeah, you know, and tell like, and maybe tell a couple of people like, oh, like, um, I'm sorry if I'm like hiding my smile. I'm actually insecure about my teeth, and that could actually spark a conversation with that person. They might be like, oh yeah, like I'm actually quite insecure about that too. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think, and then you just start to become comfortable talking about it, mm. and yeah, then and before you know, it loses like, its power. It's, it's nothing, you know, yeah. like it's nothing, and and you seriously become super comfortable with you know not only your body image um but you know what other insecurities you might have it's funny you say like you didn't know or didn't know about depression until you sort of like you know like I heard it but I always like uh, and like if I'm really honest I always kind of had this perception of it that people like I believed it Mm. but I also felt that people sometimes um what's how can I say this um (laughs) be given an inch and take a mile, like something small happens and then it's like they kind of jump on that depression train. Yeah, but I think train. that's just like, where – that's how negative thinking patterns and that's, start. And that's yeah. exactly exactly what like kind of really – it was a light bulb moment for myself where yeah. I was like, oh, like this, this black dog's real, you know. Mm. Like it, it is – I can see how easy it is to get caught up in that sort yeah. of stuff, especially, you know, it's simple like like you don't want, like you don't want to go out. You just want to stay home. And so then all of a sudden, like your friends stop inviting you and then yeah. you go like, oh, fuck, I'm not getting invited to anything, mm. you know, and then you and then you start getting caught up in that. And yeah. then it's like and that, well, those negative thoughts start spiraling and it's all you can. Start and then you finally about. hang out with them and then, you know, you're caught up thinking that they don't like you. Mm. And then you're sitting there being like, oh, my God, no one likes me, you know, yeah. like and it, it's so easy to, to mm. get caught up in that. Yeah, you know? I, um, I definitely had my own sort of experience. And I think I spoke about it a little bit earlier when we were talking about um, university when I dropped out. Um, I really had no idea what I was doing with my life or where I was going. And that really set off like that sort of negative spiraling for me. And it got to a point where I actually had to seek help because it was getting too much for me. It was all getting on top of me. Um, And I really felt like I was teetering on that sort of edge, that precipice of depression and anxiety. Um, So I went and spoke to someone because I just thought that was – what I should do that was the next step <laughs> and it's and it's I mean like the last I'd say probably 10 years especially the last five years like mm. mental health has definitely become um much more of it's probably what wrong saying to call it but a buzzword like it's definitely become more yeah, accepted more, the stigma and, is starting yeah, to be reduced and I think um and I think you know a lot of guys especially it's considered you know like oh you're <laughs> you go fucking to a therapist or whatever but realistically like it is actually so valuable to someone. Mm. Um, so look, if if anyone you know who who is who struggling. is here and and struggling, um, please reach out to to Kids Hotline. Is that what it is? Yeah, and yeah. Lifeline, <laughs> and Lifeline, Beyond Blue, like all of them. There are so many, yeah, so many um, organizations out there that that yeah. do want to help. Um, yeah, because and if you're not comfortable um, talking to someone on the phone, they've got chat systems, they've got emails. We, like we can stay anonymous. You know, yeah. it, it's it it is a really good system. And, and look, I really do. Um, you know, encourage people to mm. do that, no matter like how big or small you might think it is, exactly. you know, as long as you can get on top of it. And as we said before, you know, just, just talking, like 
you being comfortable talking about it then helps you become comfortable with the issue just yeah, in general. Exactly. So it's like, why not reach out to someone? Mm-hmm. Like the services are there, they're free, Yeah, you know? Um, exactly. And and yeah, like I, I think it's a, it's a big stigma change. Uh, so yeah, there has been a big stigma change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's still a ways to go, but definitely we're getting better at encouraging people to go and seek professional help if that's where they think they need it. 100%. Um, or even just being more open with your friends about your mental health and like asking each other, how are you feeling? Are you doing okay? Like it's certainly something, particularly in male relationships, I think that's been quite hard to sort of break through the barrier and there's definitely still some There's it's there, It's, yeah, like I, so like when obviously I was talking about last year, like I guess for the listeners last year was a tough year for me, uh, had this grand plan to go traveling to South America. <laughs> I, was a bit, I was a bit stuck in the mud uh, in terms of like, I was with Bianca at the time and I was a bit like, well, shit, like if I want to be with her for the rest of my life, cause I'm a big believer you're in it for marriage or you're in it to break <laughs> up. Like that's that, like, they're the two options there. So, yeah. you know, for me, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'd prefer to end things on a good note, go do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully in the future, I know hope was a bad thing. <laughs> um, you know, in the future, at least we ended things on a good note so that yeah. if we try and rekindle things, there's no, there's no bad blood there. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that, that was a tough year for me because a, I was working hard, um, obviously mm. broke up with Bianca and it was one of those like don't want to but do want to yeah, sort of situation. situation. Yeah, and then, you know, wanting to go traveling, saving for that. Mm. And then, of course, COVID hit and just threw all of those plans in the drain, which <laughs> yeah. it's really – And then my car, oh, my God. <laughs> Hamish's car is oh, a never-ending story. It's, of- a, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a joke in here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like – and I, I, was, I was really lucky because I had – I did have mates – uh reach out to me he like to be honest it was a couple of mates they both live in melbourne mm. sort of my mates that i grew up with it's um during school didn't really reach, reach out. out but i guess at the same time like because i was so focused on that work i wasn't really hanging out with them too much so like, i can understand why they didn't but like i can see um there's a big shift in it mm. um but at the same time you know i also do feel like how do I say this? Um, there is a bit like there is a bit of a fine line between like talking with someone and relying on someone or being dependent on someone. Yeah, and I, I think, can. I think it's it's a good way to sort of think about it is remember that they also are a person and they have their own issues exactly. and problems that they're potentially working through as well. So if you are going to take some of their time, not take their time, but lean on them for support. Um, maybe also ask them. Ask them. 100%. Are you going okay yeah, too? How, like, how are you, how are you going? Because like, otherwise, like, it it does get tough. And then you know you don't want to put someone like I've been in the position where I've had people just like messaging me heaps and like all they're doing is is, is complaining and stuff like that. And it's not that I don't want to help them. It's just a bit mm. draining, you know. And and you don't want to put a friendship under that sort of stress. Like you want to be there, supportive of one another. Um, but. <sighs> Yeah, it's a give and take. It's just yeah, it's a give and take. At that point, that person maybe also needs to say like, okay, but how are you going as well? And I know maybe you've had a tough year, and like I think we've all had a pretty tough year last year with (laughs) coronavirus. I think anxiety and insecurities are very high at the moment, through the roof, through the roof. So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of give and take, and just make sure you're all looking out for each other because we have each other to lean on. And on that, um, something that my mate. Cause he, you know, his parents split up and stuff and, and he went to a therapist from like quite a young age and it was quite interesting when I was talking to him kind of about how I was feeling or whatnot. 
he would never give me a solution. Mm. Like he'd never give me a solution, but he'd guide me there. Yeah. You know, he'd be going like, oh, so like why are you feeling like that? And then I'd dig a little bit deeper mm. and he's like, well, what can you do to, to change that? You yeah. know? And then it's like, oh, mm. I could do this or this. And then like he would never be like, I think you, you should, should do, do this. this. He'd yeah. be like, you need to just, you know. That's you know. the thing. I think a lot of people when people, when their friends come to them for support, they feel like they need to find the solutions or like give them something. But honestly, mainly what they're looking for is just someone to say, that sucks. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm with you're you, going through that. I'm with you. Yeah. You know, like, I'm with you. I'm here for you. But you don't have to provide like solutions to every problem. It's just someone, I, just an ear. To and, I, and I think that was probably where, um, so one of my really close mates when we were growing up, like we had a massive falling out. And I think now that you've actually said that, mm. it was a bit of a, um, it was a bit of a light bulb moment in, in my head just now is like, I was trying to give him solutions. Mm. So when he didn't follow that solution, it frustrated you. I was even more pissed off. Yeah. And then I think that's what like, I mean, there's a lot more to the story, but you know, like at the end of the day, I think that was like a real driving force to why I told him like, nah, like I've had enough. Mm. Um, there was a lot more other. So don't people, <laughs> people don't think I'm just a prick who's just, <laughs> who's just turning away my mates during their hard times. It's definitely not the case, but um, yeah, I think, and I think that's a, like a really, really big, really good point is like, yeah. don't offer them or don't tell them solutions, like yeah. help them guide, guide them there yeah. and, and seriously say to them, like the bet, like <sighs> say to them, like, okay, like Blake, like, you know, why are you feeling like that? How are you mm. feeling? Like what can you do? And then you go, okay, sweet. Hey, well, I reckon you should go have a think about, you know, what you really want, mm. what, what, what's most of value and I'll, I'll why don't I give you a call on Friday yeah that's a great way to do it you know just like, like just so then you you've, you're just checking in instead of having to message them every minute or yeah. like them being like Blake's messaging me again like, yeah. you know like you can offer the support and be like okay like let's schedule something in let's talk again um and, and then, go from there and then go from there and you know a couple of days after that or maybe a week after that check in oh how are you doing yeah, yeah get a gauge of how they're feeling tee yeah. up some fun activities yeah you know, i like- actually did want to mention activities is a really good way to sort of get a conversation going as well some people find it really confronting if you sort of just sit down in a room with them and say like hey how are you going are you like, going this okay? is an like, intervention I'm worried, I'm worried about <laughs> you yeah um maybe like planning an activity even if it's something simple like a walk or like going to get some food or something yeah um and often like while you're doing something it can be an easier sort of way to start a conversation and you can chest. sort of like get a bit distracted and it's fine and Definitely. come back to what you're talking about and yeah it just provides a bit more of a comfortable setting I think for people to have a deep and meaningful yeah. chat and it not feel like it's um a burden which yes. I think a lot of people have that issue yeah all right. Well, we need to uh, go for a little yeah, drinks have a break. Little drinks break. I'm we'll goddamn thirsty. Yes, yeah, so and um, we've got a little fun segment coming up. Yeah, I'm keen for this one. <laughs> All right. See you soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to the fettuccine gang. No ravioli. Let's eat it. Uh, fettuccine pasta. I'm the master. One time flow like I'm a rasta. Fettuccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Dude, you're out. Maybe you're in the wrong career. Check out Year 13's free online post-school planner and learn more about yourself and your future career. (sighs) 
Oh my God, that was a good drink. So good. Jesus. The water is hands down <laughs> one of the best drinks. It's like, the new water machine. <laughs> no, I providing mean, like, the goods. You tell me one other drink apart from Solo that Solo. is that thirst quenching. No, definitely water is my number one go-to. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be able to live long without it. Is it three days? <laughs> yeah, I think something like that. Beautiful. Well, but, we've got something fun for you guys. Yes, yeah, something um, we've um, always done here at Year 13 for the past few years now it has been i was actually going through them before it was 2018 wow so we've been doing it for a little while um we collect anonymous submissions from you guys so you send us through your secrets things that you want to get off your chest um and we post them on our instagram anonymously (laughs) we know who you are (laughs) no we don't we we don't we don't we don't it's all a joke we don't (laughs) but without further ado so we've got a few here today. Hamish is pulling up a my motorcycle helmet that we've put them There's in. Something I prepared earlier. Uh, yep. Blake Oz. Oh, yeah. And we're going to... You take gonna, the pick first. So we're going to pull them out, um, have a read, and then see if we can provide any useful advice on them because often we are not... Useful, useful <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. But we'll see how we go. All right. The first one here I've got. Oh, this one's a bit sad. I was bullied by this girl and she has no clue how much it affected me and she doesn't even care. I wish she knew how much it hurt. That's a tough one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but I think that is super appropriate today's conversation about insecurities because uh, a majority of bullies Mm. are very insecure. Insecure people, yes. Very, very insecure. Um, Whether that's body image, Mm. whether that's about their life at home, Mm. you know, a, a lot of the time it's it's like literally a matter of like trying to break down them being why they're being yeah. a bully like yeah. why are they why are they exactly right i think um uh, something my dad always used to say to me if ever i would, was complaining about someone's behavior he would say but why are they like that or why do they do this and it makes you think about okay well maybe they're not just being a jerk maybe there's something going on behind the scenes that i don't know about or maybe stuff that i don't understand and it's not to say that that makes the action okay. Like it's not, it doesn't validate the bullying by any means, but it's just a way to get you thinking, okay, well maybe there's something wrong and maybe I need to check on them or maybe I need to start a conversation with them and just be like, Hey, uh, like, or why you, do you do this? Or, and you, like, or you say, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real power move. I yeah, that like. is a power move. <laughs> so use that one, yeah. um, but make sure they're not too much bigger than you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think, um, cause yeah, I mean, I think back when I was at school, I probably would be classified as a bit of a bully, but it was, I think I said this in one of the early apps as well is like, I wasn't the bully where like you go and like target people and like you're constantly doing it and it's all on social media and you're being an absolute prick yeah i mean i was being an absolute prick <laughs> at times but uh like a lot of the time it was people that i did have like relationships with in class mm-hmm. but they just weren't necessarily in our social circle so it was kind of yeah. like oh like it was okay to take the piss out of each other but, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but no well i mean like, i'm actually a friends with majority of them now i'm better That's friends good. with the majority of them now than like mm. i am with some of my friends i was growing up but um yeah i think i think for the for the majority of bullies, mm. um, yeah, there's there's a lot more going on behind the scenes, and, and which is why they're so hungry for that power, and you know, yeah. almost like to take the attention off them and their insecurities, which is why they pick on other people. Yeah. So, so I know it hurts you, but maybe you should ask yourself what hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, if they're a bully, you will never see them again after school, and I can yeah. almost guarantee that when you do see them after school. 
they'll either be really nice to you or they'll actually apologize. Mm. Like, because that's something that uh, as you grow up, you start to realize that, yeah, maybe I was a bit of a. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's go to the next one. Next one. I'll hold this for you. All right. Oh, it's a bit of a long one. I like this one. Uh, well, I don't like it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I used to like her a while back, but she showed no interest when I was chubby. And now I lost the weight. She Now that I've lost the weight, she's playing games with me. When I try to move on her, she gets jealous. Oh. Move on. Wow, this person did not put any full stop. <laughs> uh, when I try to move on, she gets jealous and starts complimenting me. And I keep falling, keep falling. I can't control it. And nice girls I'm talking to think it's my fault. And I still think about her. It's not so your fault. It's not your fault, mate. It's not your fault. And don't you stress about her. Um, mm. I've got one of my friends um, who was very similar at school, a bit chubby. Um, and <laughs> now he is an absolute rig. Absolute rig. And if I'm really honest, like this is my own personal feeling. Yeah. I feel like I kind of wish I was chubby. <laughs> No, because like while you're growing up and then you finally get given the opportunity like to go to the gym, you have a drive. You're like, I want to lose weight. I want to look good. And then once you start losing the weight, you see yourself, you know, progress. You see your body image change and all of a sudden you're hungry to be a rip. I've always been skinny. So putting on <laughs> weight. Is, is, Hamish is just acting out his own insecurity yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, he yeah, wants yeah, to be this a, big rip dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to be, I want, yeah, I want to have abs and a yeah. nice chest, nice shoulders. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this girl. It seems like. She's only interested when other people are interested, which isn't really a good way to start a relationship. Mate, if I were you, I think I'm assuming this is a guy. I'm assuming. Could be a girl. Could be a girl. We don't know. Um, but if it is a guy or a girl, um, I was actually reading a book the other day. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say the title of it because then people will also, get Also, you were reading a book? I know. How rare. Oh, guys. I know. It's so rare. Hamish's but I'm loving fulfilling it. his New Year's resolution. Yeah, it's a big book. Um, but yeah, see, I told you guys at the end of last year, <laughs> I've got goals and that's why they're good to write them down yeah, at yeah. Josh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, and one of the books, it, go, it, it, it just goes through history and it, like, there's, it's called the 48 Laws of Power and it mm-hmm. just talks about how the, it, in, throughout history, like these um, principles of power um, kind of replayed themselves uh, right. over and over again. It just like gives examples of it. And it talks about one of the things is, is never let people know your true intentions, mm-hmm. right? And then there's this, there's a, there was a story about this guy and he – uh, what is it again? <laughs> um, he, he, you know, uh, no, that's who it was. He, he met this girl um, who kind of was, a, a, she was like a Casanova. Is that the right word for a girl? Um, I, I thought a Casanova was a male, male thing, but. Well, she was like very good with wooing blokes anyway. Yeah. And, and this guy approached her mm-hmm. because he liked this girl and she had this lady had this other girl had no interest in him whatsoever. And so what he started doing was, um, you know, he approached her and was like, Hey, look, I just, you know, I just want to be friends with you. Ra ra ra. showed interest in her sort of stuff. Um, but never progressed it. Never, never let her know the, his true intentions <laughs> was, was to actually woo playing her. the long game. Is yeah. What you're to woo her. Us. So then he started, you know, um, inviting her places, but then he'd bring some, you know, other girls along and she started <laughs> to get jealous. And then eventually he, um, he tried to make a move, but it was too early. And then that's when she found out his true intention. Oh so she dropped no. him and he never got her. So my advice for you with this one <laughs> is, is if you, if you want to try and get her back, but I'm also a big believer. You should never play mind games. You should only worry yeah, about yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, this all sounds like games to me, Hamish. But, but move on. 
Start hanging. Out, start hanging out with other girls. Do it in front of her. Um, <laughs> And just play the long game. Uh, play the long game. You'll get her in a couple of years. This is the kind are. of quality advice you get on this podcast, guys. We've got the good stuff. All right. I've got everyone says that your last year of high school is the best year of your life. It's turning out to be my worst. I, that is the biggest load of crap that the last year of high school is the best year of your life. I'm sorry. It is not the best year of your life. The best no. year of, years of your life are yet to come. You you have a good year. It's a good year for I, yeah, most. Yeah, but I tell you why people say that is because they're at the top of the food chain in school. That's, that's why true. it's the best year. Yeah. Um. You know, there's no one above them. There's no one to bully them. I mean, well, I mean, it's completely on their year. But um. <laughs> oh no, I really enjoyed year twelve. Yeah. It was stressful. It was stressful, but I'd probably say year. your your best years are in your twenties. Your best years are yet to come. Let me tell you. So don't stress if the last year of school is not working out for you. Oh, even there that is, first year out of school is pretty fun because like you're in you're yeah, in that nice little like in, in little, between yeah. of like I don't need to take stuff seriously, but at the same number. time like I can if I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go Might get, get up a to, job and a little bit. I of I can money. drink during the middle of the week. I mean that <laughs> sounds really bad, um, especially to career <laughs> advisors and teachers. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> if you're 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eighteen. You did say not a teen. Yes. Okay, 18. good, 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 <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much more ahead. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't stress. Yeah, I wouldn't stress I too wouldn't much. Stress. There's a lot to come. The good years are certainly ahead of you. Woohoo! All go. right, here we go. Tommy, you want to read one out? Nah. You got. You still got that lisp. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm dying to travel the world and see everything there is to see but it's just not possible. I know I need to further my education to get a good paying job if I even want to think of going on a holiday. Ugh. Ugh. I feel like this person has things a little backwards. Like mm. you don't have to further further study. your education before you go traveling, like those things. Or you don't necessarily have to further your education. When I, I assume this person when they're saying further education is getting a degree. Mm. But you don't even need to necessarily do that to get a good paying job. No, that's <laughs> also know? true. Hamish, neither Hamish or I have degrees and <laughs> no. we're doing okay for ourselves for now. now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like particularly when you're just out of school, um, you've got the opportunity to maybe even delay your education for a little bit and just work and get a bunch of cash. It doesn't have to be a high paying job. You might have to work a little bit harder, but you can do a hospital job, get a bit of money together. But even then, like when you're at uni, you spend a year of your degree on holidays. That's true. Like you spend like what, three months at the end of the year on holidays. And that's not to say you can't go traveling then. Mm. Or, you know, I think, I think a lot of people forget that, especially here in Australia, we have got one of the best countries mm. in the world. Like Beautiful country. Oh, you can follow the coastline mm. for pretty much a year, years. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's – like why not start there yeah like, why it not, doesn't why have not, to be a super expensive trip or god go camping up you know for us i i go up to crescent head you know mm. just go camping up there or go down south or like just traveling like yeah i get it like you want to go over to europe and mm. you know south america and all those sort of places i definitely feel that but a yeah you don't you don't need to rush anything there's there's plenty of time and b if you get a full-time job, <laughs> you usually get leave for mm. four, four weeks. Four weeks leave. Build that year. up. Uh, yeah. Build that up. I've still got a couple hours under my belt. I think yeah. I've got like 170 hours or something like that. Ridiculous. <laughs> I haven't taken leave, like leave, leave in three years, two years. Oh, my God. Jealous. Yeah. 
I went into the red for a little while when I, I took two months to go to Europe a couple of years back, oh, and I'm too. like still in the red from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I um, yeah, I've still got a couple of hours up my sleeve, mm, so well I'm, I'm hoping hoping to use that to go camping and travel travel Australia this year. Yeah, I mean, nice. that's all looks like it's on the table. Yes, hopefully. All, all right. right, I'm going in, guys. All right. I'm absolutely terrified for what's to come after high school as fun and as and exciting as it may be. Say that again for me. I'm absolutely, throw it away? <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified for what's to come after high school as fun and exciting as it may be. Oh, just go with the flow, man. Like yeah. seriously. It is scary finishing high school, particularly if you're not really sure what you want to do when you leave or um, – you haven't really got a set plan figured out, although you could do a post-school plan. Oi, <laughs> that's a plug. That's yeah, a plug. a little bit of a plug. I'm sure you heard uh, Tommy and Matt's little little ad in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, very talented boys. Um, I, hope, I, hope, I hope you use the, uh, the rap one for the middle of this one. Um, but I can just, if I'm really honest, like you – even if you don't have a plan and that might be scary, like mm. you go and you start experiencing things you start to realize things that you actually really like, um, yeah. you know, you're not worried about, um, you know, what your, what your mates are going to think if you start to, you know, enjoy something, you know, something that, that, that is traditionally not something that your group would ever be yeah. interested in. Like, God, that's the fun of it. Like yeah, that's the fun totally. of finishing school. Like you've literally, the world is literally your oyster, mm. you know, and year 13 is a nice little wrench. <laughs> <laughs> That's our little tagline. <laughs> um, yeah, I fully agree. I think you'll fall into things that you never really even thought about. Um, I actually first, um, when I first dropped out of uh, uni, I fell into a gig doing movie reviews and that was like so much fun. I just you know got to mean? go to movies and write up little blog posts about it and like I would – that's something I always thought I would love to do, but like never thought it would be possible. And I literally just found like someone hiring an entry level role to do that. Yeah, um, and then you on the, on the th- then you saw someone doing an entry level role for Year Thirteen. You know, <laughs> yeah, you took exactly. that. You know, like that's what I mean. It's, it, it is bloody exciting, um, and it's not something to be scared of at all. Like, yeah. God, as you start to earn money and you realize you can start to buy you know, gadgets for yourself or mm. buy a motorbike like I did, which I was in <laughs> debt for a while, but it's all a part of the fun. Like do it while you're young. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I mean, this might be a little bit off what I was saying, but like there's up until you start to get serious in life, like how old are you? I'm 26. 26. Okay. I was going to say 25. You've got to start getting serious. But, but you're, gonna, you're Blake, asking me this every episode, Blake. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, picking up on it. Um, but, you know, like – there's no better opportunity to actually go and do those things than Mm. when you just finish school because like life does get a little bit tougher. You start to work full time. Mm. You don't have the time. Like you start to go on the weekends and then the weekends go twice as fast once you, once, Mm. once you've worked full time. -time. Um, So yes, enjoy it. Get out there, do as much as you can. Mm. Um, Find something that you love Mm. as a hobby and really knuckle down on it. Yeah. Uh, Is it my go? Yes. You'll go. All righty. This one's for you. Um, <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to say when a mate wants me to send them my assessment? <laughs> God. So wait, you, you, I'm assuming they don't want to send it to them because like they might get in trouble if, if they Don't make it. assumptions. <laughs> don't assume you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard that before. Have you never I'm, heard that? No, don't assume you so make an ass out of you <laughs> and me. 
U M E. Anyway, um, words to live by, truly. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, if you're worried about plagiarism, mm. then yeah, I, mean, I can understand. Y- yeah, I'd understand too. And they're getting they're kind of cracking down on that hard, a lot. Hard. I remember when I was at school, what the old trick we used to do is you take a screenshot of the assignment. Oh, because the words don't the the words don't get scanned, so you yeah. put it in to turn it in. And but obviously, like you'd need to put text behind it so it hit the character limits. So yeah. you just put you'd write random, random letters, letters and change the font color to white and so then you'd put it there and then they'd be say zero percent plagiarism baby <laughs> um, but yeah i think um i mean in this situation maybe you can be honest like you could just say like oh look um i worked really hard on it and like i really don't want um it to i don't want to get in trouble for like copying or I don't know. It's, See, this is this is never me at school. I always <laughs> left, I always left them to the last minute. But whenever I was ahead on my assessments, which was a very rare, um, and someone did actually ask for that, I just kind of guide them yeah, in the right direction. Yeah, that's a better way to do it. Guide them, yeah. like, oh, cool. I wrote about this, yeah. this, this, and I use these as my reference text or whatever it is. You know, so a- then. They still do it, yep. but they're just getting that helping hand. Yeah, much better way to do it. Just, yeah, give them a little snapshot of kind of what you did and then you don't have to send them your entire assessment. I no, like that. Got, yeah. Well yeah, done. Thanks, Blake. That was good advice. <laughs> yeah. See, we, we can do some sometimes, good things. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, your go. My go. All right. I have never been in a high school relationship and I don't think I ever will be. They're not all that they're cracked up to be. <laughs> I promise you that. I wasn't either. I never had a high school relationship. I did not care for any of the dudes in my grade. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's you fine. didn't care for them, <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You can say that now. You got Invisalign done. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Oh, please. Deep. Please. Um, no, nah, look, high, high school relationships. Like, I, there are the rare few that do work out. Mm. Um, They're but, rare. But yeah, majority, like, you know, especially those people who do have those high school relationships that work out. It's not smooth sailing. You know, mm. they say the old seven-year mark, the old seven-year seven test. Itch. itch, that's the one. Um, yep. So that apparently it's the four-year? Yeah, it's the four-year and then the seven-year. And then if you last enough after that, it's hopefully <laughs> going to last. And funny because with my high school girlfriend, um, I think I've said on other episodes, I wasn't, uh, now that I think <laughs> about it, hindsight, it's a beautiful thing. Yep. Um, but I remember when we were reaching our, for so it, it had been our third three year um anniversary mm-hmm. and uh geordie one of my brothers and his now wife jenna they're around like oh congrats rah, rah, rah. and jenna goes oh next year's the f- the big four years yeah. you know like this will make or break um till the seventh and i was like oh yeah we're gonna last you know like naive 18 17 mm-hmm. 18 year old terrible old we were. um oh yeah whatever like yeah. Oh, of course we're gonna love we love each other blah blah, blah. we broke up a month before our four year oh, um, anniversary. anniversary, but look, uh, high school relationships. I mean, like they're fun while you're in them, like at school and whatnot, having someone that you can hook up with, <laughs> go over to their house and, you know, do all that jazz with. Um, <laughs> but like realistically, like yeah. I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't stress with you nah, got one or not. I never had a high school relationship guys. I do not feel like I risked out now in, in like at the time. Yeah. I had the exact same feelings. Like I was really concerned about that, but like, I ended up meeting someone on my gap year, was with them for three years. So, like, 
it works out in the end. You'll exactly. find someone. Exactly. And no matter how long it takes, it doesn't matter because when you're actually in it, it'll be amazing and you'll have it'll have been fine to have waited. It'll exactly. be worth it to wait. Hopefully, exactly. if you meet someone good. Could be someone, but <laughs> uh, who's, who did that one? Uh, you did. I did. Wait. Yeah, you did. I Margo. Did. Last uh, one. There's, no, there's two. Oh, there's two. Uh, let's get this one. I think this is the one. Oh, no, this isn't the one I was thinking. <clears throat> I feel so much pressure to know what I want to do with my life and get straight A's, but also just <coughs> and have the high school experience. I can't seem to find the balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hamish and I talked about this a bit. because Maybe like, we're the balance because I, <laughs> yeah. I had one in the spectrum. You had the complete other. Yeah, so, so I was the... Definitely took school way too seriously, studied too hard, maybe didn't have enough fun in high school, whereas Hamish, on the other hand. Had more fun than probably <laughs> should have. Um, it, I think you can strike a balance, but, like, again, I don't really regret putting in – no, I kind of regret putting in as much effort as, as I did, but you have a lot of fun after high school as well. Like, there are still a lot of years to come where you can and have a good time. Look, this person's trying to get straight A's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need straight A's to pass. Well, come on, you can drop to a B. That's right. make degrees and all That's that. That's it, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I spoke in one of the other episodes. I said that a lot this ep. I said that was one of the other eps. But I, like I spoke about, you know, when I hit uh, HSC and actually doing the exam and like, it, mm. like how much I knuckled down and I studied and, yeah. you know, I really it, yeah, it, did I, all right. I did all right at the yeah. end of it. Um, Look, I, yeah, there is a fine balance and I think you spend your week um, working at school and then you enjoy your weekends. Enjoy, enjoy your Friday nights. That's what I've decided. That, that's what I've learned in Makes, my 25 years yes. of... of uh, it's good life advice. Yeah. Doing something Friday on Friday night. Friday nights, game changer. Yeah, game makes changer. your weekend feel a lot you longer. You still have Saturday. Yeah. Then you can have a quiet Saturday night or you can go hang out with friends if you yeah. want. And then Sunday, you still got Sunday. Yeah. Makes your weekend feel <sighs> never underst- so much I never understood why people put events on Saturdays. <laughs> like, then I come into work feeling dusty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. This is ATAR is pointless and I'll never understand why schools encourage getting one so much. We have done a full episode on ATARs. We so have. if you want to go back to EP2, I believe it was. That's good memory from you. I could not recall what <laughs> Guys, that this was. is why I did well in the HSC. This whole <laughs> trap is like because you're rote learning the episode. never forgets. Oh, yeah, righto. Um, <laughs> ATARs, ATARs, ATARs. Yeah, like we've, we've touched on it. Mm. I, I, I think I said that, you know, as long as you put um, your effort in, and you are, you know, proud of your effort. Mm. Um, sorry, Tom, I think you're going to get some feedback here. I keep like spitting on the mic. <laughs> it's the Invisalign. Um, <laughs> it is Invisalign, I swear. Um, but, you know, you, yeah, you put, you put your 100% in. Uh, you get, yeah. really give it your all. It really doesn't matter what mark you get. <sighs> it actually doesn't matter as long as you know. And, like, uh, we can't uh, – I know that in here we're a bit like, ah, oh, fuck the eight, huh? Um, <laughs> but, like, realistically, like, there's a lot of people in here – aren't necessarily high achievers um, and look at the quality of work that, 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 that we're all able to, you know, punch out, punch out. Um, (laughs) I got punch and punch and push in the same (laughs) one, (laughs) push out. Um, But yeah, like, God, man, I I wouldn't stress on the ATAR. Like give it a good crack because we have to. Um, But 
at the end of the day, there's so many other ways to get to where you want to be. As Hamish said, like we've got a massive mixture of like ATARs in this office from like super high achievers to mystery marks. And like, it doesn't make a difference at this level. Like, and I'll tell you why it doesn't make a difference because we are actually passionate about what we do. Like when you, when you, when you are passionate, really passionate about something like you will learn, you will mm. make the effort to understand and better yourself at that job. Yeah, so exactly. I wouldn't stress, yeah. um, you know, we're, uh, we're all, we're, we all go through it. We all have to sit the ATAR yeah. um, and I can't rag on UAC. So <laughs> um, can you cut that Tom? Um, <laughs> but is that all of them? That's all of them. Woo-hoo! We're done. Episode Yahoo! four. Wrapped. Um, nice and wrapped. Um, this is, uh, this is a little off uh, schedule, but Hamish Blake, seriously, mate. <laughs> Get on our podcast. Get, get on the podcast. Get I know you, you live over here in Crow's Nest. We'll get you an Uber over here. <laughs> we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, right. guys. Cheers, guys.